Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. May the Lord bless you. Thank you so much for spending time with me in learning the scripture today. Today, I would like to share with you what I learned from the scripture and the experiences that I have had with the truth of deliverance. Today, the topic that I would like to talk about is: Do Christians need deliverance? I know that. In the churches around the world, there are two groups of Christians. One group believe that after a person accepts Jesus Christ as a Lord and Savior and become a born again Christian, that person will never have any more demon in life. They believe that when you become a Christian, the Holy Spirit live on the inside of you. Demon and the Holy Spirit could not be together in the same vessel. So many believers do not believe that they need deliverance, or they need the expelling of demons from their life. Many teachers and preacher and pastor believe that way. Therefore, they never do any deliverance for their members or for any believer. But another group of Christian believe that. Believers or disciple of Jesus Christ can have demon in them. Now I'm going to look to the scripture and show you what the Bible say. Before I read many scripture regarding deliverance, I would like to read from Acts chapter 17, verse 11. These were more fair-minded than those in Thessalonica. Talking about believers, the Jewish believers in Berea, in that they received the word with all readiness and searches the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. My brother and sister, in order to understand any doctrine or any subject in the Bible, the best way to Find the truth is to search the scriptures and look at the context of Bible verses. One verse in the scripture should not contradict another verse. If you form a doctrine from one verse, but that doctrine is against another verse, that doctrine may be wrong or most likely wrong. So I'm gonna look through many scripture today. And see the doctrine regarding deliverance for the believers together. So let us look at the scripture together right now, and let the Holy Spirit speak to all of us. Not only that, the right doctrine will be followed by life experiences of the believers as well. If the doctrine is right, the experience will confirm. I would. Like to start by reading 
Mark chapter 16, verses 17 to 18. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. Jesus said that believers can use authority and the power of the Holy Spirit to cast out demons in His name. So, we need to fulfill the Great Commission. We need to go and preach the gospel to our neighbors, to our friends, and in our city, and to the nations. But in the process of this Great Commission, we need to also cast out demons. Because demons are all over the world, torturing, destroying people's life, stealing from people. That's why Jesus said, In my name, you must cast out demons. Jesus did not say specifically that we cast out demons from non-believers. He just said, You must cast out demons. Who going to need this deliverance? Casting out demons. Let's look at another scripture spoken by our Lord Jesus Christ. Matthew chapter 12, 43 to 45. When an unclean spirit or demon goes out of a man, he goes through dry places, seeking rest and finds none. Then he says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when he comes, he finds it empty, swept and put in order. Then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits, more wicked than himself. And they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. So shall it be with this wicked generation. My dear brother and sister, Jesus spoke about deliverance for a person who does not have the Spirit of God on the inside of him. The house means the physical body of a person. Demon stay inside the body, in the mind, in the body. And when a demon is cast out from a non-believer and that person is not saved, never accept Jesus Christ, that demon will go out and find seven worse one, more wicked one, to come together as a gang and enter that person again because the house is empty. No Holy Spirit, no God inside, no presence of God. The condition of that person is worse. According to Matthew 12 that I just read a while ago, it's so clear that we must not cast out demons from non-believers or from anybody who does not want to accept Christ or to be born again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. According to this second passage of the scripture, it's so clear we must not cast out demons from non-believers. Do non-believers have demons? I believe so. Because everybody sins. Somebody worship idols or have generational curses and family spirit to follow from generation to generation to generation. If we don't cast out demons from non-believers, who are we going to cast demons out from? 
That is a good question. Now let's look at the ministry of Jesus Christ. What did he do regarding deliverance? And we're going to look at also the apostle in the book of Acts. Luke chapter four, verses forty to forty-one. When the sun was setting, all those who had any that were sick with various diseases brought them to him, I mean to Jesus. And he laid his hands on every one of them. Jesus laid hand a lot, and healed them. And demons also came out of many, crying out and saying, "You are the Christ, the Son of God." And he rebuking them and did not allow them to speak, for they knew that he was the Christ. Imagine, two thousand plus years ago, Jesus was walking. In the land of Galilee, and many people came to him. If you study the scripture carefully, you will find out that before Jesus performed any miracle, he would preach the gospel, taught the message of the truth first to build faith. So these people who came heard the message; they believe in the power of Jesus Christ. They came and yielded to him, yielded to the gospel. These people came to seek help from Jesus, and heard the message, and believe in Jesus. After that, Jesus cast them out of them. Jesus did not walk into the group of Roman soldiers and cast demons out of them. Jesus did not try to cast demon out from the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and the Jewish leaders who were against him. Jesus cast out demon only people who accepted him, listened to the message, and want the way of God. So, Jesus again did not cast out demon from non-believers. Now look at the. Ministry of the apostle in the book of Acts. In the same way, the apostle did not go out to cast demon out from unbelievers. They cast demon out from only those who came to them, heard the message, and received Christ and born again first. Acts chapter five, fifteen to sixteen, the Bible say, so that they brought the sick. They brought the sick. Out into the streets and laid them on beds and couches, that at least the shadow of Peter passing by might fall on some of them. Also, a multitude gathered from the surrounding cities to Jerusalem, bringing sick people and those who were tormented by unclean spirits. And they were all healed. You see the picture in Jerusalem. Many people brought the sick and the demon possessed people to the place where the apostle was. Apostle Peter was there. They came to accept God. They were seeking God. They wanted the help of God. These were either born again Christian. New believers or old believers that came to see God, you will never find people who walk on the street and reject God, 
walk to you and say, "Could you cast demon out of me?" You will never see that. You walk in the shopping mall. No one in the shopping mall who does not believe in Jesus gonna come to you and say, "Pastor or believer, can you cast demon out of me?" They don't even believe in demons. They don't even know that they have demons. So who are we gonna cast demon from? Not the non-believers, for sure. According to Matthew 12, and not only that, in the daily life, the unbeliever will not come to you for deliverance. Look at Acts chapter 8. Philips, Philips, went to a city, and he preached the gospel there. Verses six to seven, Acts eight six to seven, and the multitudes with one accord heeded the things spoken by Philip. Hearing and seeing the miracles which he did, they heard the gospel, they saw the miracle, and I believe these people already put their faith in Jesus that day, put their faith in the gospel. They came, sought God, and believed. For unclean spirits, crying with a loud voice, came out of many who were possessed. And many who were paralyzed and lame were healed. Again, Philip cast demon out only for those who came to his meeting, received the message, opened their heart to receive Christ, born again, and then got set free. In the book of Joel, chapter two, this is the Old Testament prophecy written by Joel. If you read this prophecy carefully, you will notice that. The prophecy was given to believer, not to the non-believer, because the way the words were written in the book of Joel indicate people who already believe in God, not the unbeliever, not like the Egyptian or Assyrian or the enemy of God's people. But the scripture talk about the children of God. Let's look at Joel chapter two together. I will read from verse 25. So I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the crawling locust, the consuming locust, and the chewing locust. My great army, which I send among you, you shall eat in plenty. You mean the believer, the children of God in that generation. Then this is a prophecy to us today. We are also the children of God. You shall eat in plenty, and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be put to shame. This scripture talk about the locusts. Locusts are symbolic of evil spirit. God's people were destroyed, were tortured by locusts. And God said that He will restore to them the year that the demon have attacked, tortured, tormented, or stolen thing from His people. In the same way, to me, when I got converted to be a Christian, I had demon inside me. I had a lot of family problem, some sickness, some problem in my life. And one day, demons came out of me. He restored the year that demons have stolen the blessing of God from me. The year that the locusts have attacked me. 
and this scripture is for believers. God said He want to restore His people from the work, from the destruction, the work of destruction, the work of stealing, the work of killing of demon, and gave them a new life, super abundant life. After we read this our scripture, you can see that so far the Bible indicate that Christians. Need deliverance. Acts chapter 19, talking about the ministry of the Apostle Paul. Some people told me that the Apostle Paul never cast out demon. It's not true. Let me read to you. Verses 11 to 12. Now God worked unusual miracles by the hand of Paul, so that even handkerchiefs or aprons were brought from his body to the sick, and the diseases left them, and the evil spirits went out of them. Paul was so anointed. He lay hand, the sick was healed, demon come out from people, and the anointing was still on the handkerchief and apron that was on his body. So they took that handkerchief and apron to put on the people who have demon. And demon came out. Paul cast demon out from the believers who came to him and sought his help. And the believer who took the handkerchief to help those who believe in another place as well. Casting out demon is the assignment from Jesus Christ to the believers. And the apostle of the early church did the job. Philip did the job as well. My dear brother and sister, to this point we can see that casting out demon or deliverance is for the believer, not for the unbelievers. Do Christians have demon inside? According to all the scripture and according to the experiences, I believe yes. In 1997, after I have been a pastor for many years. I went to a revival meeting in Florida. In that meeting, the fire of God hit me, touched me. I was on the floor under the chair, and I know that day something happened because many, many demons came out of me for half an hour. When I came out from that touch, my life was changed. I became free. I was a believer. I was a pastor, I was a preacher, but demon came out of me. I watched a movie of the revival service in Budapest, Hungary. In that movie, a pastor of a church sat in the front row. And when the fire of God began to move, he stood up and everyone saw that demons were coming out of him. I saw it in a movie as well. And this man was a pastor. And in my experiences, when I conducted revival service anywhere in the world, saw the deliverance and I cast many demons out of people. Actually, one time in Switzerland, a believer came to my meeting, revival meeting. She has been a Christian for six years, but got sick all the time, went to the hospital almost every month. She was so short-tempered, 
throw things in the house. She was so depressed and very、uh, rude to her children. At the end of the service, I walked close to her, and suddenly she stood up from the chair and wanted to run away from me. Later on, she told me that a voice told her, "Hate this guy and get out of this room as soon as possible." I grabbed her neck, <laughs> grabbed her shirt. She fell to the ground, and then demons start to come out of her. Hundreds of demons came out of her. After that, her husband got the wife back and say, "My wife is a brand new woman, never sick again, never get short temper again. Became very loving, and all the family members were very happy." That was a believer. She was not a non-believer who came to the meeting. Now look at more scripture in the Bible regarding can demon influence and attack people in the local church. James chapter three, verses fifteen and sixteen. But I'm going to read verse fifteen, talking about the sin of the believers, jealousy, pride, and look at what James say. This wisdom, the wisdom of human being, not the wisdom of God, does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. Many activities that people thought that they were smart in the church, they could cheat money, they could commit adultery in the church, they could do a lot of things to manipulate people to do things for them. They thought this wise and smart. God say. Those activity were demonic. They came from the work of demons in disbelievers. Look at First Timothy, chapter four, verse one. Can demon be in the church and give false teaching to the teacher who did not yield to God hundred percent, did not know the Bible very well? First Timothy, chapter four, verse one. Now the Spirit, mean the Holy Spirit. Expressly say that in latter times some will depart from the faith, the truth of God. They start to go off. They claim to be Christian. They they are in the church, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. Some believer in the church wanted to have their own doctrine. They began to walk out of the truth, and they believe in. Jesus. They were in the church. They they were not unbelievers. They were there, but they listened to the voice of demon and form demonic doctrines. So, demons are still working in the church, in the life of people who are believers. If you study the Bible carefully, even from the Old Testament, demons or evil spirit are mentioned many many times. There are demons on earth. There are evil spirit everywhere. The book of Leviticus, chapter seventeen, verse seventeen; Deuteronomy, chapter thirty-two, verse seventeen; Second Chronicle, chapter eleven, verse fifteen; Psalm, chapter one hundred six, verse thirty-seven. And if you read the four gospel, you read the book of Acts, you can see that demons are at work everywhere. As believer, as a church. We need to deal with demons, and again, we cannot cast demon out from non-believers, and non-believers will not come to us to 
have deliverance anyway. Who need deliverance? No question. Believers, Christians need deliverance. If you look at how God built the temple, you can see that the temple has three parts: the holy of holies, the holy place, and the outer court. The holy of holies was the place where the ark of the covenant was placed on the altar. There, that was the place of the presence of the Holy Spirit. The holy place outside the priest. Came in to conduct the ceremony, and the outer court is the place where people come to do different things, but not the priests. At one time, Jesus went to the temple and turned the table over, because many people use the name of God to make money in the outer court. When you read the scripture, you remember the priests, the son of Eli. Cheated in the holy place. Our body is like the temple of the Holy Spirit. Our spirit, the holy of holies, the Holy Spirit live in our spirit. We have the mind like the holy place. Our mind need to be renewed. Our mind is like a stronghold where demon can come in and talk to us and attack us. And the body is the outer court. Demons can still work. On our body, work in our mind or in the holy place, but cannot go into the holy of holies where the Holy Spirit is dwelling. So believers can still have demons working on the body and the soul or the mental side. Some believers are very depressed. Demon can cause sickness in the mental level or in the physical level. Now let me show you two more scripture that Christians need deliverance, and only Christian can be delivered. Acts chapter two verse twenty one, and it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Actually, shall be delivered. That's the meaning. Joel chapter two verse thirty two, and it shall come to pass. That whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So, who can be saved from demon? Who can be saved? Who can be delivered from evil spirit? Only those who can call the name of the Lord. Only believers need deliverance and will receive deliverance and will be free from demons. And demon cannot come back if that believer is filled with the Holy Spirit. And live a holy life, and don't go back to sin again. Again, the scripture indicate Christians need deliverance. Christian who call on the name of the Lord will be delivered. The apostle Paul, when he met people in his generation that have demon, he did not cast demon out of them. He just used the anointing to judge the unbeliever who did not want to repent. But he could not cast demon out from the unbeliever. Acts chapter thirteen, verses eight to eleven. But Elimus the sorcerer, for so his name is translated, withstood them. Them mean the apostles and the disciple, seeking to turn the proconsul away from the faith. 
Then Saul, who is called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked intently at him and said, "Oh, full of all deceit and all fraud, you son of the devil! This man definitely has demon inside him. You enemy of all righteousness, will you not cease perverting the straight ways of the Lord? And now, indeed, the hand of the Lord, mean the Holy Spirit." Is upon you. This is for judgment, not to be filled as a believer. You shall be blind, not seeing the sun for a time. And immediately a dark mist fell on him, and he went around seeking someone to lead him by the hand. My dear brother and sister, Paul did not cast out demon from the non-believers. Only people who accept Jesus and call on the name of the Lord can be delivered. Let's look at another Old Testament, the book of Isaiah. Chapter ten, twenty to twenty-seven. This scripture talk about the remnant of Israel. Again, the Old Testament is a shadow or the type for the believers. When God talk about the children of Israel who worship God, the Jehovah, that is a type of the believer today. When the Bible talk about Zion, talk about Jerusalem, it is a type of the church. And when God talk about deliver His people. It's a type of we now believer need deliverance. In Isaiah chapter ten, verse twenty to twenty seven, as it shall come to pass in that day that the remnant of Israel represent us the believer today, and such as has escaped of the house of Jacob will never again depend on him who defeated them, believer. Will not again depend on the power of Satan after we are born again, but will depend on the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. In truth, the remnant will return, the remnant of Jacob, to the mighty God. God's people turn to Him, repent, and seek God together. Come to church today, for though your people, O Israel. Be as the sand of the sea; a remnant of them will return. The destruction decreed shall overflow with righteousness, for the Lord God of hosts will make a determined end in the midst of all the land. Therefore, thus say the Lord God of hosts: O my people who dwell in Zion, my people who are in the church, do not be afraid of the Assyria. What is the Assyria? The Assyria is symbolic of Evil spirit, the army of Satan. He shall strike you with a rod and lift up his staff against you, in the manner of Egypt. And yet, a very little while, the indignation will cease, as will my anger in their destruction. And the Lord of hosts will stir up a scourge for him, like the slaughter of Midian at the rock of Oreb. God will fight. The enemy for us, as his rod was on the sea, so will he lift it up in the manner of Egypt. Now look at verse twenty-seven. This is a prophecy for the believer. It shall come to pass in that day. That day for them in Isaiah happened already, but that day for us is today. That his burden, whose burden, the devil's burden, that sent evil spirit to attack God's people, will be taken away from your shoulder. And his yoke from your neck, and the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing. Since I move in the file of God, 
in my ministry. I have seen so many people got delivered from demon. The Holy Spirit, the anointing, came and destroyed the yoke of the curses, the yoke of the demon, the hand of evil spirit have to be removed from people's life. You can see here that deliverance belongs to the believers again and again. When Jesus cast out demons in his time, he cast them out by the Spirit, by the anointing. In Matthew 12:28, he said, But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. If the comment or the doctrine that say Christians have no demon anymore because the Holy Spirit is inside, it means that the Holy Spirit is good, Therefore, no evil thing should be in the same body as a believer. Holy Spirit inside, any bad thing should not be there together. Have you seen Christians who are sick? Have you seen Christians who have mental problems? Yes, I have seen that. Those who really love God have been depressed and sick in the physical level. And even the Bible says demons can cause sickness as well. So if the Holy Spirit is inside and no evil thing, including evil spirit and sickness and any bad thing cannot be in the same body, then all the believers should be healed automatically after they are born again. But it doesn't happen that way. We still need to lay hands on the sick. We still need to cast out demons. So deliverance is for the believers. Let me read another scripture. The Bible says in Luke chapter 13, verses 10 to 13. This happened in the synagogue where believers came. And the Bible says clearly, this woman was sick because of demonic oppression and attack. Now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity. This woman has an evil spirit of infirmity, 18 years, and bent over and could in no way raise herself up. But when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said to her, Woman, you are loosed. Loosed from what? From demon, from your infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. Again and again, you can see in the scripture, Jesus cast out demon from believer and demon can cause sickness. Sickness is not the will of God. Can demon and sickness be in the same body as a believer who has the Holy Spirit? Yes. Therefore, today we still need to lay hand on the sick. We still need to lay hand and cast demon out of people who believe in God and call on the name of the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ. My brothers and sisters, Jesus said that those who are sick, will look for doctor, search for doctor. I consider I myself am not perfect yet. I still have many things in my life that I need the doctor named Jesus and his spirit to help me. If people on earth deny sickness, for example, if one of your friends has smoked cigarette for years and start to cough blood out of his lung. And he keeps saying that, oh, I'm okay. I don't need to see doctor. For sure, within a few months, he's going to die of lung cancer. Christians who deny that demons can be inside the 
body and the mind of the believer are like those sick people who deny their own sickness, and it's very sad. Jesus say, "Go and cast out demon." Deliverance must happen in the local church to set God's people free. The yokes will be destroyed, the burdens will be removed. After reading all this scripture, I believe in my heart, and I have seen with my own eyes and experiences that Christians need deliverance, and Christians can have demons. I hope that my reading of this scripture and explanation will help you to come to the light of God and seek deliverance, and you shall be free in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much for spending time with me. I pray that God will reveal the truth to you, and I believe that in the end time church, we're going to prepare the church, the bride of Christ, to be holy and pure, without blemish, wrinkle, and stain. Demons have to go out from the church. In Jesus' name, Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.